Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. I am ready for Jeff. I guess I shouldn't say that yet, because we're talking about that, like, quite a bit later. Yeah, but you're um, preparing to be ready for Jeff. I'm preparing to be ready for Jeff, but I feel like we should probably just start actual news. That way we can talk about Jeff quicker, because Jeff is impatient. So true. So true. (laughs) So we took a little bit of time with the holiday, and uh, one of us was traveling to the Big Apple. It was me. Oh. I think we had this exact same bit last year when I went to New York. I don't remember. That was a year ago, Kelly. You're right. I can't even verify that I was alive a year ago. Time isn't real. Time isn't real. (laughs) Just like the time between the Fallout TV show getting announced and the Fallout TV show coming out. Because I didn't realize it was happening so soon. Um, But the Fallout TV show, the Amazon series, got a new trailer uh, a couple days ago. Um, we already knew it was coming out in April, but and we saw the stills, but this is the first time we saw the trailer. Um, it was it was a quick little trailer. wasn't super detailed. It was not even like three minutes, but uh, we got to look at some of the characters. We got to look at uh, Kyle McLaughlin, who seems to be some sort of vault dweller. Uh, the, I don't know who the main character is, the, the woman whose actress's name I do not know. And then we saw the Walter Go- Goggins ghoul which was kind of cool. I don't know. I feel like to me, it's hard to gauge like how I feel about everything that we've seen. It does look very Fallout. It looks very Fallout 4. I was going to say, it looks like Fallout 4 specifically. Very like the design mechanisms of 4, like the the skin tight, super bright vault suits, the, the sort of like, I'm not saying it's leaning away from the dirt, it still looks kind of gross and dirty and weird, but uh, it's obviously been maybe more optimized. And like the vertebrates are Fallout 4. I mean, the vertebrates were in the other games, but the Brotherhood of Steel looks like Brotherhood of Steel from Fallout 4. And the ghouls look like Fallout 4 ghouls. So this is not surprising. I think this is probably the new direction of the series as a whole. Um, but, you know, I... I I can't say that I'm like disappointed or excited either way. I feel like I'm, I hope it's good uh, because I'm a big Fallout fan, but it's hard to say, you know? I think the thing for me is that this show had a, had a very easy possibility of being awful. And I think that this trailer showed me, okay, it's not going to be awful. It might not be great. But at least we know it's not going to be like heaping trash like so many video game adaptations are. Um, I'm sort of neutral on it. I watched this trailer and I was like, that looks very, very competent. I wouldn't care one bit if it wasn't a video game adaptation. Yeah. But that's just, it's not necessarily my genre. I'm not a huge fan of apocalypse uh, television. Mm-hmm. So, but I will watch it because, you know, does Amazon? No, Amazon does weekly releases, right? Yeah. They at least do with Invincible. So I assume. I'm not sure what, what it will be for this. I just. Because, I mean, they. I think they've done both. 
historically. So I'm not 100% sure what this will be. I would assume it's weekly, which I think would be better. I think that's better for the life cycle and vitality of a show and, and and the way that people talk about shows on social media, I think is better weekly. But I feel like, well, I don't want to talk too much about this, but I feel like there's sort of an interesting thing going on in the trailer. It sort of looks like it's about three different main characters, so we'll see. Yeah, I also didn't know that, like, I didn't know that Walton Goggins was going to be, like, a main character, but I'm excited for that. And it looks like there's going to be a bunch of flashbacks. Well, I shouldn't say a bunch. There's going to be flashbacks with Walton Goggins as a person, and I think that'll be interesting because it's not something you get to see in a Fallout game because, you know, they're already ghouls. Except for in four, yeah. when you see uh, the Vault Tech representative. Oh, and in three, what's her name turns into a ghoul? Moira. Moira. But like, it's not a super common thread, so. Yeah, you're right, and it's not something that they like dwell on, and they're always like played off <laughs> dwell as jokes. On. Oh, hey. Vault. Come on. Well, uh, hey, come since on. we're talking about video game television series, uh, you know, one of the biggest video game live-action television series adaptations ever. One of the biggest adaptations ever. Um, a huge cultural phenomenon <laughs> is getting a second season. That's right. We're talking about the Halo. Right. But, right. Yep. Everybody's favorite. Right. This show's getting a second season. It's coming out February 8th. I'm asking this as a question. Why? <laughs> did it do that's, well? That's a great question. I feel like maybe it did well with like general audiences. I don't really know. I just heard nobody almost, talk about it. I almost feel like it was like maybe they ordered two seasons. Yeah. And they have to make this now. But I don't really know. I don't know. Paramount Plus has so much money from like, um, what's that show? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> They're just throwing whatever at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's why there's like six different versions of Yellowstone. It's like Yellowstone, 1809. And then it's like Yellowstone, the Stone Age. And it's like, what are we even doing anymore, you guys? And now it's like Halo, season two, by the way, if you even care. I think what blows my mind about this trailer is that it opens on a shot of human Master Chief's face. I know. Like, do you not know your brand? He's such a flop. I'm sorry. I never want to see that man's face. The most important part about Master Chief to me is that he's big and faceless. And he is guided by Cortana. Those are really the three tenets of his character. (laughs) Speaking as someone who's never played Halo, except for (laughs) Halo Reach. Didn't you watch the... Oh, no. Only I watched. I watched 23 minutes of season one. I couldn't bear it. It was, I could not bear it. It hurt so bad to watch that I was like, no, thank you. I cannot. Yeah. So I'm curious. Maybe maybe this will be like a redemption arc and it's like a way better second season, but I will not watch it because that would require me to watch season one. Yeah. So. Well, are you going to watch The Last of Us season two? No, I hate that show. Oh, okay. I'm more of a Halo kind of guy. Right. I knew that about you. Um. <laughs> well, Andrew... This might not be good news to you then, but good news to everybody <laughs> else who enjoys this show. Uh, the Last of Us Season 2 is starting production in February. Uh, no, that's another February happening. Um, I imagine the turnaround on this will be actually be pretty quick. So maybe like fall 2024. 
or maybe January 2025. Um, I just, I don't remember it being that long in between. Like, I remember we saw the first shots from The Last of Us season one in like, maybe it was the summer before it came out. Yeah, like seven months or something. And I think about another huge HBO show, which is House of the Dragon. They were filming just like a couple months ago, and that's coming out next summer. So I guess a year would be the production cycle. Anyway, the point is, is that season two starts production in February, which like production, what does that really mean? You know, cameras rolling. Yeah. I mean, for me, the thing that's crazy is the fact that it's February like I'm not I don't care about the turnaround like how long it takes it's just I know there were strikes and stuff but the fact that they weren't rolling cameras on season 2 like 2 days after season 1 finished is crazy like I've yeah. I'm surprised they didn't know I think they knew they had a hit on their hands before it came out so I don't know why they didn't start season 2 right away and then obviously yeah. the strikes prolonged yeah. that process I'm not sure I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. It, it will definitely be a wait, but as a very wise uh, TikTok comment I once read said, the time will pass anyway. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, now I think about that every time I'm like, wow, I got to wait for this thing. I'm like, well, the time's going to pass anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's got to wait? Who? Ubisoft. You know who didn't wait? Who? Ubisoft. Uh-oh. They have to uh they have this game called Beyond Good and Evil you may have heard of. Uh classic from the PlayStation 2 era. It doesn't have a sequel on the it might have a sequel on the way, who knows. Doesn't matter. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is in this weird middle ground. Um but there is a 20th anniversary edition of Beyond Good and Evil coming early 2024. And you may wonder why it's just text that announced it and not some cool trailer or something. Uh, It's because Ubisoft accidentally released it Um, a few days ago. (laughs) They accidentally put it up on Ubisoft Plus and people were playing it. That's crazy. Yep. A few days ago that happened and then they frantically pulled it and then they tweeted and they were like, well, oops. (laughs) And they announced that that was an early build. And that this, that does not represent what they are actually going to be releasing early next year. I'm excited. I hope that it's like a free upgrade for people who have it because I do own a digital copy. Um, but if not, I still think it's good to revisit this game. Hopefully, it, the screenshots I saw, and I know they're technically early development, but the screenshots were positive. Like they looked really nice. So fingers crossed. I would love to be inside the Ubisoft offices when that happened. I would love to know what was happening <laughs> in those wouldn't. hallowed halls. Probably a lot of screaming. <laughs> it's just Yevgimo being like, Sacre bleu! <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. You can't be racist I, against French people. I took French classes in high school, so... Mon Dieu! That means my God. How do you say Beyond Good and Evil leaked on Ubisoft Plus? You don't. You just pray. You pray <laughs> Nobody said those words. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's something that didn't get released early, but is releasing earlier than expected. Actually, it did. Uh, this this leak, this uh, release date leaked like three days before it was supposed to. 
Oh, well, the game didn't <laughs> before it was No, to. I guess not. Not everything. Um, we got a really cool uh, trailer for Dragon's Dogma 2. And we got a release date, which is March 5th, 2024. Now, I don't know about you, Andrew, but that's like not even four months away. That's also not the release date. It actually is not actually four months away at all because today is the 4th. So it's December, January, February, March. It's actually uh, just before the threshold of being four months away. Kelly, it's not March 4th. Where are you getting the number four? Oh, it's March It's March 24th. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where I, are... I read 2024 and it's like my brain didn't pro. It's been a very long day, okay? <laughs> I know. Andrew heard all about my long day before we started recording. So I deeply apologize. The release date for Dragon's Dogma <laughs> 2 is March 22nd, 2024. It's 2224. So if you're a Pisces like me, actually Pisces season will just be ending. That begins Aries season. Uh, so more importantly, so you can be you can be the arisen Aries. Hey Kelly, I yes? have an important question. What did you think of the trailer? I thought it was cool. I liked Dragon's Dogma, the first one. It was like the first video game that I played that I was like, "This is hard. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this." But um, I thought the trailer was cool. I mean, there's more like story in it than. I remember there being in Dragon's Dogma, like the first Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. I don't remember the story of the first one being particularly like, whoa, you know, like it was about what you could do. It was about the pawns. It was about the big dragon guy whose name I can't remember. It was kind of about fighting the monsters, which seems to be very much the case in the second one as well. But um, it looks a little bit more in depth. I think it looks like story stuff really nice. Like I'm impressed. It looks even better than like the reveal trailer and stuff. Like they've put a lot of polish on it. Yeah, it looks good. I'm excited to play this. I never played Dark Arisen. I know that was like an expansion. Um, And I would love to go back and revisit the first Dragon's Dogma because even though it's old, it's not like impossible to play. I mean, I think it still looks pretty good. So yeah. Um, Or you could be like me. First one and. You could be like me and ha- absolutely zero chance of revisiting the original, but actually probably going to play this because I'm a bad person. And also it looks really, really good. And also hey, it's you're not out- a bad person. It's out soon. So it's like I don't ha- I ain't got time to play the first game before it comes out in three months. That's true. And well, change. four months, three months and change. four months. Yeah. All of January, all of February. And then most of March, yeah. Most of March and most and also of December. December, yeah. Okay, well, what it's I'm only t- December fourth. I feel like we got we got real uh, hopped up on that date talk. Um, do you want right. to hear some good news for the world and bad news for talking <coughs> games? Why is it bad news for talking games? Because a huge, enormous, earth-shattering video oh, game on a Tuesday bit of news will be coming out. About three hours after our episode airs. Wait, it's 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. I thought it was, well, that's even worse. So that means literally 60 minutes after this episode goes up, the Grand Theft Auto. Wait, wait, wait. What? Let's pretend that we got an early, let's pretend. Okay, edit this part out so the audience doesn't okay. hear it. Let's pretend if I, okay, that go we ahead. got an early access look at the trailer and we'll talk about how bad it looked okay well what if we start 
It, let's put, if we're going to hedge our bets on this, let's talk about very specific details. Okay. I think that's a good idea. So, Because Kelly, then people will really believe us. What did you think about that crazy moment where the dragon came out? As gay. Of the closet. <laughs> As gay of the closet. <laughs> I thought that he's was the only really closet. He's in the closet. He's the only gay. He's the gay I of the closet. It's not the direction I expected the series to take. No. At this juncture, but I um I was surprised and shocked at what I was seeing. Yes. I also felt like the part where the uh the uh, natural disaster uh earthquake vol- double earthquake volcano um uh to- ripped apart Los Lo- Sanchez what's it called? I don't know. Uh, the city in in um, Grand Theft Auto, the part, and then when the rock, when the San Andreas fault line broke open, and the rock had to save his family, I thought that was really crazy, uh huh, and really unexpected. I'm really excited. It's also bold for them not to call it Grand Theft Auto Six, but to t- instead call it Grand Theft Auto uh, Rise of the Queer Dragon, who will fight Dwayne Johnson on the fault line. To save Earth. Yeah. I thought that was kind of wordy, but well, I think you know, that it'll catch on. Well, the acronym is very readable because the acronym is, um, uh, hang on. Oh, sorry. Uh, my microphone is broken. Oh. Just give mic- me one guys, second while I fix microphone. my microphone. So He just needs the, to make some adjustments to his microphone. The queer so don't worry about Andrew because lights. I will fill this dead air. Um, we're talking about Grand Theft Auto Six. No, we're the not. Trailer f- it's not called Six. Remember? Oh, you're right. You're it's right. Called the it's gu- Grand the Theft Auto, the Queer Dragon. Right. Yes. Well, you could keep reading. It's okay. Um, the uh, the Queer Dragon um fights <laughs> Dwayne Johnson on the fault line to save the <laughs> Earth. This is maybe the dumbest bit we've well, that, ever done. I had to spell it out so we could get the acronym, which in case you're curious, because, you know, they need to make it a lot more straightforward. It's uh, G-T-A-T-Q-D-F-D-J-O-T-F-L-T-S-T. Oh, oh, I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> hey, Andrew, check your phone right now. Why, why am I... I just want you to see something that just was... Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Literally, as we're doing this bit, as we are doing this bit, oh, my God, are you kidding me? I'm pulling it It up. It could have been real all along. It could have been not a bit all along. It could have been the truth. That's kind of scary that friend of the show Cameron texts us that the GTA 6 trailer leaked while we're making a joke about... GTA TQDFDJOTFLTSTE. <coughs> the real game. Yeah. Not whatever friend of the show Cameron's talking about. Uh, it's off screen. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just wait till tomorrow because yeah. we actually already saw the trailer, remember? Oh, well, yeah. It's really. In an official capacity, Rockstar shared it with us. Yeah. Dwayne the Rock Star. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Yeah. Do you want to hear some Dragon Age news? 
Yes, I do. I'm so happy I know happy you love Dragon you. Age. I know it's your favorite series. Um, we So every year, uh, December 4th is the unofficial Dragon Age day um, because there's like an N7 day for Mass Effect, which is November 7th. Uh, but because D, December 4, looks a little bit like DA, this is the Dragon Age day. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And this is like a community-run thing, so typically we don't like, you don't expect a ton Unlike N7 Day, which is organized by the Mass Effect developers. But uh, anyway, so we weren't really expecting a ton today, but the team at BioWare actually did release a tiny little teaser trailer um, and a blog post all about uh, the locations that they are incorporating in the next Dragon Age game, which is kind of a big deal because in the first two Dragon Ages, you're kind of confined to one place. Uh, one location, so to speak, one nation, I guess. In three, in Inquisition, you've got two. Now it seems like in this one, there's like five. So um, kind of exciting. We also got some new dialogue from probably the new antagonist. We kind of already know one of the antagonists in the game. This sounds like a brand new one, which is exciting. And uh, finally, at the very end of the teaser, the very short teaser, uh, they pretty much say... Uh, well, the full game reveal is coming in the next summer. So that's like gameplay trailer, uh, characters, and release date. <clears throat> now, I'm of a mind that uh, if it's early summer, they might be planning for a holiday 2024 release. I'm of that mind, too. I think that that makes sense because I think it's a little bit, and I might eat my words come next summer, but I think it would be a little bit crazy for them to be like, full reveal next summer, and then next summer be like, see you next year in 2025. Yeah. I think that would be a little absurd. Um, it they might happen. Like they're laying the tracks now, it feels like, so. True. I It'd am. Be weird. Uh, so, so. Can I say... So that we'll the the environments in obviously this is like a cinematic trailer so yeah it's very heavily catered it looks stunning yeah i think it's sort of a mixture i think that's it's in engine stuff i mean it says gameplay right yeah so it's like so, it's i think it's <clears throat> real time yeah I, I i i'm excited i think you know for people who've been playing these games for a long time we hear about all these places that they're talking about in the trailer We've heard about Antiva forever and Ravain. We've never gotten to go there. Um, so I think it'll be really cool to be able to go to these places. And I think what most excited me was hearing the new antagonist. In so much of the marketing for this game, it's so it, it's in the name of the game. It's like, here's the bad guy. Here's the bad guy. It's the Dread Wolf. You know him. You hate him. He's the bad guy. Um, I mean, I don't hate him. I love him. I have very complex feelings about him. But I think it's more interesting that there's an even bigger bad guy that we will have to confront at some point. So that was exciting to me. I think that's the first little like story bit that we've gotten in a while about this game that excites me. Um, and I'm not saying like the hype is building again because if it is 2025, that's like quite the long time. But... Um, it, it is nice to know that something's happening and yeah. it's nice to get like, we'll see you next summer. Like, I think that provides a lot of 
not necessarily comfort, but assurance that good things are happening. It also means you can enjoy the game awards. That's true. It was also <laughs> nice to not be having to, to like on the edge of my seat at the game awards. Like, is it coming out? Is it coming out? This is it coming been, out? Is I guess this would have been kind of cool as like a pre-show thing. Yeah, I think it would be really cool. I, they might still show it at the game awards. I don't know, just for people who aren't super online yeah. about Dragon Age, but. I feel like the only thing I got money on for the Game Awards is that Beyond Good and Evil thing that feels like it was supposed to be announced there. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I, we didn't watch the trailer, but they did leak the release date for GTA 6, and I'm surprised. Did you see it? Can I tell you? No. Yeah, tell me. It's 2025. I really didn't expect that. I genuinely was fully expecting 2024, so... That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, it makes <laughs> it makes sense. Like, Game Awards is going to have a bunch of twenty twenty five reveals in it too. But like, the amount of hype building up to this GTA reveal, I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But I, I will watch Ooh. it tomorrow. I'm not going to watch the trailer because it's blurry and it has uh, <laughs> it has uh, Bitcoin on the top, like the text BTC over it for some reason. Well, you have to purchase Bitcoin to be able to watch the trailer. Maybe. Oh, that's the bit, is you have to buy the game with Bitcoin. <laughs> to transition us into the exciting topic of the day, though, we heard from we. He talked to us. Jeff Keighley told us, and not Video Games Chronicle, that he told us, that they're upping security. They're tightening security to prevent another stage invasion at the Game Awards 2023. Wow. He's got snipers oh my in the God. rafters. <laughs> it's going to be a show. Um, Kelly, I'm thrilled to watch it with you. Yes. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a gay old time. We're going to have a queer dragon old time. It's just like Christmas, a gay old time. Yes. Bring me now our day. What is this song? I have no idea what you're talking about. Don, we now are gay apparel. Oh. That's we what he says. Now we don gay apparel? That's going to be me coming to your apartment to watch the Game Awards. Donning gay apparel? Yeah. I'm the one who dons. Never mind. Well, shall we get into the Game Awards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Game Awards? The Gay Awards. Uh, Kelly, I just went ahead and set some categories in front of us that I figure... Yep. We can argue. I f okay. We're, <coughs> so we'll predict Sorry. the game awards. That was excellent. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna predict some winners, and it should be clear. This is separate from what we would pick if it was our choice, because that is what our game of the year special will be like in two weeks. Right. So, uh, how about you? You go ahead and tell us our nominees for our first category. We'll discuss. Sure. So the first category is best independent game. There are five uh, five games in this category. Uh, Cocoon, uh, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Fun fact, I found out this week that Dave the Diver is funded by a multi-billion dollar Korean company. Yeah. A lot of people I are really mad at Jeff for this being in indie. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> There's an earthquake happening in the studio. <laughs> Is that what it it's sounded like? It's the San Andreas fault line. Oh no, somebody called Dwayne. 
Um, I I understand. I actually think Dave the Diver will win. That's my prediction. Yeah, I was. Gonna... I think it's the most hype. I think it's the most talked about, and I think that's typically how these game awards go. I'm gonna give it to Sea of Stars, which is not even my pick necessarily. I'll, obviously, two weeks from now, you hear my pick, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna predict Sea of Stars. So okay, we'll conflict. I'm gonna write these down so that we can compare next week. And if that's one of a us... good idea, that's a good idea. And while you're writing those down, I will read off the next yes, please. category. Uh, the next category is for best performance. There are six people nominated for this. Uh, ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy 6. <laughs> it was 16, right? Yes. I got confused. This happened last week, too. He, play, he plays Clive. Um, there is uh, also Cameron Monaghan, who pl- is in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. He plays... Cal Kestis. Cal, whose name I knew. Um, I guess I don't have to say their names. No. Maybe I'll say their names. Um, there's also Idris Elba in, from Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. He plays Solomon Reed. <clears throat> uh, Melanie Libard, Libard uh, from Alan Wake 2. She plays the character's name who I can't remember, but it's very unique. It's like an, It's like a thing. It's like a noun. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Um, Neil Newbin, who plays Astarian in Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Low- Lowenthal. Lowenthal. Pl- is it Lowenthal? No, it's I Lowenthal. thought it was Lowenthal. <laughs> it is. I was just, when you said Lowenthal, I was like, huh? Sometimes brain don't work. Saga. Um, Her name is Saga. Saga. Uh, and then Yuri Lowenthal, who plays Peter in Spider-Man 2. I have a very, like... Well, you go ahead, go first. I think I'm of the opinion... That Neil Newbin has a very, very passionate fan base between people who have been with him for a long time since he was in, like, Detroit, Become Human, to, like, new fans who are, like, uber-obsessed with Astarian. Not counting myself among them, but I do like Astarian a lot. I think he has a very, very loyal and devoted fan base, and I think he will win um, because this is a people-led vote right so but it's still also voted by council it's not called the council but like the I, council i'm gonna be honest i don't think human voting counts for much i think that it's pro- i would guess probably like 15 to 20 percent of the vote is counted interesting but that's just conspiratorial who is your pick okay i'm gonna say something rude not rude just Okay, I think that's going to be Melanie Libbard because I think Jeff is very conscious about the fact that he got called out for having no women at his shows re- recently. That's true. So I think that this might be like a we ain't done nothing wrong kind of pick. And I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. To be frank, I have only seen three of these six in game. So mm-hmm. I cannot vouch for who I think should win personally. But I think that it wouldn't surprise me if she won, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was kind of like a a little bit of a good faith move. <coughs> but it's done in bad faith. Done A good faith move done because he, uh, he's been called out for bad faith, yeah. Yeah, I, I will see. We will we'll see. see how this one goes. I think this one will be very interesting. I think pretty much everyone on this list did a really great job. With um with their roles, even people who are not super familiar with video games, like I think Idris Elba did a really great job, and he yeah. had to do like the mocap and stuff for that too. I mean, 
most of them I I, I assume did mocap or actual visual capture for all of these games. I'm assuming, except for maybe like Yuri Lowenthal, but <clears throat> who knows? Uh, who knows? Um, the next category is best narrative, um, and the games that were nominated were Alan Wake Two, uh, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. It's a very important distinction. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man 2. I think narrative, so they say this award is for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. I believe Alan Wake 2 will win this. Dang it. That's what I was going to say. I just think that for what the award is, and if we look outside of the vacuum for a second and are like, these other games are also nominated here and here, yeah. I think that this might be Alan Wake 2. I would love if Cyberpunk won. I think the narrative in Phantom Liberty is really, really good. I think it's very interesting. I think it's a highlight of that entire game. <clears throat> but I don't know. I think Alan Wake is... I'm, I'm, I'm half as, money on Alan Wake. Yeah. As we sort of talked about a couple weeks ago, I think Alan Wake is sort of beloved by... A certain host of a certain game awards so Jeff. yeah i think that it's interesting that it's here i mean i don't doubt that the narrative was good but that's what the game is about but <clears throat> we'll see uh the next category is best game direction um and you'll be shocked when you hear these there are five <laughs> nominees uh first one is alan wake 2 uh second one is Baldur's Gate 3 Third one is Spider-Man 2, and then we've got Super Mario Brothers Wonder and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Resident <clears throat> Evil 4 is over here getting booted from Game of the Year category when it comes to this, and it's just like, what the frick? Because yeah. it's those five and Resident Evil 4 for Game of the Year, but then it's just not here. Yeah. So I, I have a strong opinion on this one. Tell me yours first. Okay. And I think that this this year, I think the difference between direction and game of the year is going to be notable. I think that Tears of the Kingdom is going to win best direction. I agree. Okay. I, I agree. Because I, guess... I feel like when you read the description of the category, it's awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I feel like out of all of these games on this list, while I think they all innovate in their own way, I think Tears of the Kingdom innovated in a way that people were like conscientious of. It pushed the medium in a way that the others, I like everything else on this list is of pristine quality, <coughs> but I think Tears of the Kingdom did push the industry in a different way. At least creatively. I doubt many games are going to copy Tears of the Kingdom, but that doesn't mean it wasn't incredibly creative. Yeah. I think you could make that argument for each of these games. I think they are sort of genre busters. Like, I think Alan Wake 2 is... Yeah. I know we've talked a lot of like, oh, it's like Jeff's favorite. It's his love child. It got nominated for everything. But I think Alan Wake 2 does push the genre because you do have all this fmv stuff and you do have all like this fmv stuff that you haven't seen since like the 90s and you've got Baldur's gate 3 which is like one of the first rpgs in a while that's really like 
true to its bones, like a role-playing game that makes all the other role-playing games that have come out in the past, like, five, six years, not look just look like action-adventure games. You've got Spider-Man, which was, like, a great sequel. It's its its, its own entity. You're playing two different characters. The It's, like, a seamless transition between the two. And you've got Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is, like, a new Mario side-scroller, the first one in a while. And it, it does something new. But I agree. I think that uh, Tears of the Kingdom just did something very different with and different in a way that like you can create different solutions to the same problem and that's something that I think is really valuable in a video game because it gives you a lot of replay value yeah I think this year is difficult because it's just so <coughs> like it's just such like a powerhouse year so it's almost yeah. difficult to like look at it you know and it's so it's so like oxymoronic too because it's like it was such a great year for games it was a horrible year for developers yeah just like layoffs everywhere crunch everywhere just like it's it's sad i mean and it, and it and you wish that the people who have been the ones that are working on these games i mean that they were treated better but yeah. I'll get off my soapbox. Anyway, um, the next category is Game of the Year. Uh, and you guys will be totally shocked at these nominees as well. <laughs> the ones that I just said the name of a second ago. Yeah. Oops. And it's actually exactly the same as the last category, except with Resident Evil 4. So it's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Tears of the Kingdom, Super Mario Brothers, Wonder, and Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, I think we know my choice. Say, um, don't spoil it. The audience, even though they already know, has to be surprised in two weeks. Yeah. What do you? So not it's not what do you pick? It's what do what do you think's gonna win? What I think is going to win. I think Baldur's Gate Three is going to win. I agree. I'm leaning that way. However, I will say this is the first Game Awards in a long while where I am, like, not sure. You know? Yeah. Like, look, at, think... look at past years. You have, like, last year it was obviously Elden Ring to so many of us. And then, like, what, Last of Us Part Two? It's like, okay, it's going to be that. Or, like, it's just, in my mind, this is a two-man race between Link and... Asterian. That's the only character whose name I know, so I'm just imagining His those His name two. is Astarian. Astarian? Okay. They're both beautiful elven boys. Yeah, that's. I'm just imagining those two racing ears. each other right now. And Alan and Peter and Leon and Mario are just in their lawn chairs just watching the competition and clapping. But I think yeah. I'm leaning Baldur's Gate 3 because I think... I don't know. I'm just leaning it. And it's not about like sales or anything. I think it's just like it's going to win by a tiny bit, I think. I just think Baldur's Gate 3 was a sleeper hit. I think that it has permeated into places that ha are not like I, I don't doubt that a lot of people played Tears of the Kingdom, but I think a lot of people who don't really play video games played Baldur's Gate 3 because it blew up on TikTok and social media. So We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. 
So that's coming this Thursday. So if you want to know the winners of those awards, make sure to tune in. But the Game Awards, honestly, not as much about awards as it is for an, as it is about announcements these days. So Kelly, if you're down, let's play a little game. Okay. We're going to say some predictions and some hopes. Okay. What do you want to start with? What if I told you I have no hope? That's really sad. Is that is that oh that's your hope is you hope that they make a little hope sequel the game from <laughs> They are, aren't they? Not a sequel to that well, specific yeah, just, title, but sorry, they're I was like, just trying to make it less sad Super that you Massive have no hope. is making that Dead by Daylight game. Oh yeah. Remember? Remember that? I didn't. I'm sorry, Kelly. Please forgive me. I forgot. I genuinely did forget though. That's okay. Uh here. Oh, do you want? Should I just get into it? Yeah, there's a cat. There's I was asking if you want to do predictions or hopes, but you said you have no hope. But that doesn't quite oh. change my question. Let's do predictions first, and then we'll do hopes. Okay, so I let's just do three and not five, because five is a lot. Because okay. I'm not smart enough to guess. That's good because I really I don't know what's going on. So, do you want me to start? You just said you wanted to start. Do you want me to start? Oh no, I'll start. I'll, okay, I'll you start. go ahead. <laughs> wow sorry. that was really put to, you said i'll start and then you're like, sorry um i think predictions wise uh i do i i think that we will probably see what i really want to see is like a new mainline uh kojima game not death stranding 2 i mean i think i don't know I guess Death Stranding 2. I don't know if this is a prediction. I think it's more of... I don't even know if it's a hope. Like, I don't even necessarily want to see it. But I just kind of feel like it's... Something's in the air. You know what I mean? Something's in the air. I can smell the ozone. I know? really like the idea. Because, I mean, to be honest, I didn't even put Death Stranding 2 on my predictions. Because I'm like, it's set in my head. Like, Death Stranding 2 will be there. I'd be shocked if there wasn't a trailer for it. I really like the idea of a new Kojima IP there. I think that would be cool. I don't think that he's. I don't think he's really the type to be working on two things at once, though. Hey, if I'm gonna keep it 100 percent real with you, I forgot about Death Stranding too when I said that. So. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I didn't even put it on my list because I'm like, yes, it's set. Um, another prediction of mine. I also I do believe that we will be seeing some Elden Ring DLC, something or other. Um, I think this is pretty. I think this is pretty, um, well, I don't know. Maybe FromSoft doesn't really like Jeff anymore because they were traumatized last year. <laughs> Maybe they After don't want to After what happened, that would, I would be, be traumatized. Really funny. That's why he's got snipers this year. If anybody tries anything funny. They'll shoot Miyazaki. Oh, my God. Teach everybody a lesson. <laughs> no. No. Um, other predictions, I, I think we'll probably see, uh, do you want me to say some so you can think? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me some of yours? All right. My lowest prediction was also Elden Ring DLC, but I do predict that it will be end out. It will be out before the end of the month. <coughs> um, I was, I originally wrote Shadow Dropped, so it'd be out immediately after the show, but I do think that they probably want a little bit of lead up. 
to build some hype yeah. and probably release like more details. And plus, it's the game came out in twenty February twenty twenty two, so they yeah. probably want people to play it again. Yeah, before so they play the DLC because if they announced it for like around Christmas, because DLC you can release any time of year. Obviously, it's not like a game that has to be released strategically, so they could release it literally like Christmas Day if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also gonna do a prediction, a big one. I think that Joseph Faris, Mister It Takes Two, I think his new game is gonna be there. I don't, yeah. We don't know anything other than it exists, but I think Hazelight's going to show whatever they're working on next. And then I have one more, but do you want to share one more? Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to share my biggest one? Or do you want to share your biggest one? I guess my thinking is... Um... I'm not thinking. I'm thinking Monster Hunter. I think a big, Ooh. giant reveal. Because I thought that if... I assumed Dragon's Dogma 2 was going to make a big appearance at the Game Awards, but now that we just saw that huge trailer and they had like a 15-minute gameplay showcase, I think that there is room, and I think a big Monster Hunter release for next holiday could be huge, and this would be a cool and big place to show it. Yeah. What's going on with that Bluebird team... Silent Silent Hill 2 2 remake? They posted something the other day, and they were... Well, I wouldn't put any Konami money... Or any money on Konami making appearances at Jeff shows. But they... Couldn't we all just get along? I mean, I don't want Konami to get along. I want them to die, but that's just me. I I want them to sell their properties is what I want. You want to see it, though, don't you? I just want to see, like, what... Like, we haven't seen it in so long. I just want to see what's going on. I feel like they announced it forever ago, and, like, we haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, Blooper tweeted the other day and was like, going good. That's all they said, so... (laughs) Good to know. Thanks, guys. Thanks wow. For the wow. Yeah, it was so I don't know. I wouldn't put money on it, but at the same time, hey, Jeff has to repair that at some point, maybe. I don't know. I guess he doesn't. Depends on, you know, if Konami's gonna be around. <laughs> oh no. That pachinko money's probably gonna keep him afloat forever though. That's true. What about um he well, we'll talk about it with the hopes. Okay. Well give me your hopes. Just go ahead and start reading your hopes. I, my hopes are kind of outlandish. That's the point. I, all of my hopes are things I don't think will happen. I think there's like a Uh, 0% chance of all my hopes. I would like to see something new with Resident Evil. Oh, like nine? Whatever that means. Maybe, or maybe five remake. That would be, I, five remake would shock me, nine wouldn't, and I don't know why. I guess just because. Because it kind of follows the cycle, you know, it's like we just got, we got eight. I mean, we got Village, and then we got four, so it would stand to reason that we would get nine next, and then five. Yeah. But I think showing five remake would be cool. But also, I don't know, because it's like, that's kind of crazy. Like, we haven't heard hide nor hair. But I also feel like four was kind of like, surprise! Yeah. I mean, we knew it was happening, because they remade three and two. But four, I don't know. I would love to see a new Resident Evil. I hadn't thought about that. That's, I feel like I that's also that like awesome. a pretty reasonable hope, to be honest. Yeah. Because Resident Evil 4 is awesome. huge and stuff, so. You know what I want? Uh, yes. What? Yes. Hades 2, which I think is actually quite likely to be there. But then they surprise, and it's actually out in 2024. Not just early access. Out oh. in 2024. Yeah. I don't think that's that crazy. Well, the early access is confirmed for summer, so that'd be quite a turnaround. 
but I don't care because this is my hopes, not my expectations. Yeah. That's, yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's, um, you know, that's like me with Dragon Age, you know? Maybe a little different. Yeah. I would say that's not fair considering Dragon <coughs> Age is a, the, like the most important thing in the world to you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's the most important thing in the world to me. Behind Cookie. But yeah, don't tell Cookie. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, just kidding. Well, um, what else you got? For hopes. Uh, let's see. You could say anything. This don't have that's, to be real. That's crazy. Anything. I could say anything. I feel like Dragon Age was going to be all three of your predictions and all three of your hopes, but then they were like, nope, yeah. today. I guess I should have known. I mean, I, like I said, they don't usually do anything crazy for Dragon Age Day, so I'm actually quite surprised. Um, hopes. Uh, I don't know. I think it's hard. I would love to see. So I think like Atlas is very much like, okay, we're doing Persona 3 Reload. So that'll tide you guys over for a while, yeah, right? You're going to say it. You're going to say and the thing just, I was too scared to even put on my hopes, aren't you? And we and we just released Tactica, so you guys should be pretty pleased for a while, right? So uh, this is definitely a long shot, uh, a dream in the dark. Um, I just want, a pers- I think Persona 6 would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so cool. You said it like it was such a reasonable <laughs> thing to ask. I think if you guys just want to hand over the Persona 6 trailer, we can. this can be nice and easy. Can you imagine getting uh, the GTA 6 and the Persona 6 trailer in the same week? That would be crazy. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, I'm, this is really more of a joke. I don't think we'll be seeing Persona 6 for another like two years, to be honest with you. Uh, but, but it's hopes, not expectations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll read uh, my last two and give you time to come up with a big one. Sure. I want a tease for the switch too and i really really don't think that's that's possible i think nintendo wants to have complete monopoly control over that crap but i think it'd be fun if they revealed it in some small way here so i'm just gonna say it i want it yeah and my biggest hope (coughs) that i think is probably the most reasonable of all the things i said but still would surprise me i want to see kingdom hearts 4 Oh, it's been a, it's been a be while. Cool. We haven't seen it since last April, so it's coming yeah, up on two was, years. That was like the most random trailer. Well, it was on Kingdom Hearts' anniversary, but it was just but it like was so like what's Sora what what's Sora doing? Why is he in Chicago? Chicago, <laughs> not Shibuya, Chicago. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you exactly what Sora's doing and why he's in Chicago, but that's know. it's Don't very much me, lore though. based. It's not. I like, don't want to hear it. <laughs> You don't want to hear about what Quadratum is? No. No? You don't want to hear about no. who Strelitzia is? I don't. I actually know who that is. That's my cousin. You have a cousin named Strelitzia? Or you have, yes. or that Strelitzia is your cousin? That Strelitzia is my cousin. Were you sad when she got killed? No. Oh. Are you not, you're not fond of Strelitzia? No. So you were happy when she got killed? I wasn't happy, but I didn't feel particularly sad about it. Oh, is it because you knew that her soul would just leave and go live in a different dimension? Exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot how well you knew the Kingdom Hearts lore when your cousin (laughs) Strelitzia died. (coughs) When my cat killed Strelitzia. Ventus killed Strelitzia. You're gasping like you know. You're spoiling too much of Kingdom Hearts for me right now. You're going to play the mobile game? 
I just need you to you're gonna play the mobile game i just need to take a few steps back no but i'm gonna play kingdom hearts 3.5 complete version in two years when it comes out (laughs) they already released that it was called kingdom hearts 3 re apostrophe mind no No, not apostrophe re colon mind i will not be engaging with the naming conventions of kingdom hearts thank you very much Um, i do have another hope go for it are you ready for this this no. is going to be crazy. You're going to be like, this girl is crazy. She needs to get locked up. I already think I'm like that, the Joker, baby. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, you also threat. You said you don't care that your cousin got killed. So, <coughs> My cousin Strelitzia. Oh, if her name was like Janine, you'd be sad? Well, I love all my cousins in real life. I don't care about Strelitzia. Well, okay. Is she not your real cousin? Let me tell you my big okay, hope. Okay, <laughs> Okay, let me set the scene for you, okay? Okay. We're sitting there. The Game Awards is happening. Jeff goes, Jeff goes. <laughs> it's the end of the show. End of the and show. Jeff okay, is, this is the big last one. And Jeff is like, this is a beloved series. What is your Jeff impression? What is your Jeff impression? Our fans have been asking for this everywhere. He's wearing a blazer. He's wearing a t-shirt and a blazer uh-huh. and tennis shoes. <laughs> you looked at sneakers your for those of us who live elsewhere in the United States. And he goes, but I've got one more thing to show you from our friends at FromSoft. The lights dim. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a creepy little music box. And then you see the moon. A big moon. And it's white. And then it slowly turns red. Bloodborne remake. Boom. That's pretty good. That's kind of a good one. Coming January 2024. Ooh. <laughs> Way to make it unrealistic. Did you like the scene I set? I did like the scene. I, your Jeff impression, that's new. We haven't well, heard that before. Well, me and him have been spending a lot of time together lately, so I kind of have picked up some of his verbiage and his vernacular. Uh, his what? His vernacular. Yep, that's him. And I won't be telling you why we've been spending a lot of time together lately. It's because I've been consulting with the Game Awards. What the frick? This is unethical for you to report on this <laughs> stuff then. <coughs> oh, are you coughing? Oh, I don't feel bad because you have no ethics. That's so true. You also don't care that your cousin Strelitzia is dead. That's so true. Kelly. So that was my final hope. I know it's a little bit outlandish, but I think if we got like a Bloodborne remaster and a re-release on modern platforms, people would shut up forever. Wait, so do you want a remake or a remaster? I don't care. I'll take either. Okay. I don't think it needs to be remade. I think it looks great. I think it needs to be remastered. I think at this point I wouldn't so be surprised if there was it. like a... Like a remake on par with the Demon Souls one. That would be incredible. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Do I want it to happen? Yes. Will it happen? No. no. <laughs> but maybe, but no. Um, but in my dreams, yes. But in my waking life, no. Kelly. Yes? Did you play any games? I did, actually. I did. What did you play? Uh, Well, I was feeling a little bit argumentative. And uh, Steam was having a Black Friday sale. <laughs> Argument. Well, they call it their, like, autumn sale or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I bought 
the Ace Detective trilogy. <gasps> or no, Ace Attorney, I'm sorry. And then I bought the Great Ace, sorry, let me say the name, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I got them both for like 10 bucks. Whoa. I mean, together, they were like 10 bucks. That's that's dirt cheap. So I started playing Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, the first game. Uh, Very fun. There's nothing quite like the weird, like, mid-2000s anime style of the dialogue and the characters mixed with, like, this woman was just murdered. Who did it? And you're like, oh, gosh, I guess I got to find out who just murdered this lady, but I got to cross-examine the suspect. It's like, whoa. Like, I don't know the tone. I don't know where we are. I think we're in Japan, but everything's really American, so maybe we're in America. Um, but, but yeah, it's really fun. I mean, for those who don't know, and if you don't know, that's kind of crazy because these games have been out forever. <laughs> um, like I think 20 plus years. Yeah, it's a cultural touchstone at this point. It is. I'm going to check. Um, <laughs> you play as a, an attorney. His name is Phoenix Wright. He's got silly hair and silly eyebrows, but he's very cute. Um, and he's like a new attorney in the first game. And basically, you just go through and you, you're you an attorney, but it's you're more of a detective in the game because you make the arguments. You're a defense attorney, I think. I've only played the first game, so maybe you change, but you're a defense attorney, so you're trying to defend people from getting put in jail and, you know, all this stuff. So you have to, like, find evidence. You're, like, investigating. You're cro- you, you listen to the testimony. You do the cross-examination. It's really very fun, um, and it's not, like, it's not super intense. Like, I feel like anybody could realistically play it. I haven't played the the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Um, I think that's, like, the Sherlock Holmes stuff, or Herlock Sholmes, whatever it's called. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, animation, Her, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I can't talk. Um so I'm excited to play that too. But yeah, it's been fun. It's the music is really nostalgic for me. I don't know why. I feel like I watched playthroughs of it when I was younger and it's like it sticks in your head. Yeah, <clears throat> it's got definitely. that sort of like old chiptune GBA time. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's been fun. So I've been enjoying that. It came out in 2001 by the way, so it's 23 years old. Yeah. Just... That's crazy. Yeah. That thing can almost rent a car that thing can drink in the united states and it's been able to drink in europe for years you looked really proud of that (laughs) i was gonna call it a joke but that's generous for what you just did oh hey andrew what'd you play this week (laughs) sorry i'm mean to (laughs) kelly uh i played a few games (laughs) kelly made me cough um it's contagious like a yawn uh i finished (laughs) Persona 5 Royal, um, please forgive me for my incredible speed, but I did it. Wait, you finished it? You didn't tell me you finished it. Well, I finished it two days. I finished it December 2nd, so I finished it like late Saturday night into Sunday morning. Are you mad you at me You finished it and you? you didn't tell me. Well, I was going to tell you on the podcast, which we're doing And right you know now. how I feel about Dr. Maruki? I have a lot of thoughts on Dr. Maruki now. Oh my god. Uh... The royal content, I'm not going to say a ton because Kelly's talked about it a bunch and I've also been talking about it. It's just the royal content's a great <laughs> addition. I'm glad that it kind of like adds more but doesn't change much. 
it doesn't like take away from what was there, which I thought it did in a very interesting way. Um, but I, I had a wonderful time. I can't recommend it highly enough. I finished, it took me 105 hours. So I'm kind of, I was a little bit of a speed demon. That sounded like a joke, but that genuinely is kind of quick for that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, after I finished that game, I wanted to go something uh, wildly different. There's this game called Gunman Clive. Came out on the 3DS. Gunman Clive 1 and 2 came out on the 3DS, and they both are on Switch and an HD collection. I got that HD collection for $1.50 because I wanted to revisit these games. Um, the first game I finished in about uh, 30 minutes, and the second game in about one hour. Um, these games are great, though. It's like a love letter to Mega Man. I do think that they kind of suffer from being on console now. I think they really did well on the 3DS hardware. Uh, the visuals really suited that console, and now they're a little bit mm, bland. Uh, there's not a lot going on, but I did enjoy it a lot. The first game is definitely better, in my opinion. The second has a lot more going on and interesting gameplay variety and visuals and stuff, but it uh, has a lot more frustrating moments, like <clears throat> difficulty-wise. Uh, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. It was fun to revisit it, and especially for the price of a dollar and fifty cents, well worth it. And then uh, I was on Netflix the other day, scrolling the games because I remembered they had those, and I was like, "What they got?" And I saw World of Goo, which is a classic puzzle game that I've been meaning to play for years. And I decided, "Hey, it's on Netflix. It's on my phone. Pop it in." So I got that game, and I started playing it. I finished one world out of four. And I like it a lot. I think it's really cute. It's really fun. It's satisfying. It's interesting because it's not just pure like uh, pure puzzle solving. It's also like physics based. So it's a little silly and wacky at times. Um, and the visuals are really nice. It has aged very well, even though that game is what, 15 years old? How old is World of Goo? Let's find out. Um, I'm searching. Thanks, Kelly. I... You're welcome. Uh, because of Kelly's sounds, I now know that it came out in 2008, 15 years ago. Wow, that's spot on. Um, wow. Which makes me sad that it took me this long to play it. But hey, I finally did, and I'm having a great time with it. I'm going to keep playing it on my phone before I go to bed. Last game I played this week is actually kind of a big one. It came out last year on PC and this year on Switch back in May, and I hadn't gotten to it yet. And that is The Case of the Golden Idol. This is a puzzle game. More of a detective game, actually, I'd say. If you're familiar with a game like Return of the Obra Dinn, it is a game where you're collecting information and trying to put pieces together to figure out what happened. So you have these these scenarios in on screen. Sometimes it's a few different screens where somebody's dead, and you got to figure out how they died, who killed them, why'd they kill them, what do they want, who else is there, what are their names, what is everything. This game requires you to fill out, uh, it gives you like keywords as you explore. So like, let's say you like look at this person and they have a letter and in that letter, it has the name of somebody. That name gets added to your, to your bank of words. And then you can use that, those words to fill out an empty document. It's like Mad Libs, but for puzzle solving, it's really good. Um, the visuals are like really gross pixel art style. Like it's pretty ugly on purpose. Um, so it's really kind of unsettling at times. Um, and they're all murder mysteries. So, you know, there's always somebody who's been violently murdered. Um, I am in love with it. It starts quite simple, but satisfying nonetheless. And it quickly ramps up to be extremely complicated. Um, you have, like, tons of on-screen stuff that you have to fill out. 
I think that this game is well worth visiting. It's a little more expensive than I expected, but at the same time, it's a lot longer than I expected. I thought this game was going to be like a two-hour thing, but I've probably played about five hours, and I'm near the end of the game. Um, I'm having the best time, and I just cannot recommend this game highly enough. I'm now showing Kelly uh, the amount of things you have to fill out, like the amount of information you have to fill out just for one uh, scene, one chapter, if oh. you will. Oh, God. It's wildly overwhelming at first, but once you start putting the pieces together, it all kind of fits in place, and it's just so satisfying. Um, I feel like this game would do well on mobile. I picked up the Switch to try to play on handheld, and it did feel nice to drag the words around with my fingers rather than the control controller, um, but I think the big screen was kind of a necessity, <laughs> uh, so I decided to put it back on there. But I think if it was like on mobile, that'd be a really cool place to play it. Um I recommend this game a lot. I think Kelly, I think you'd enjoy it because you're kind of a loser. Oh. And this game's kind of made for losers. <laughs> but like, in a good Is that way. why you had so much fun? Ooh, got me. Hang on. I'm going to dab. Ready? Kelly and I just dabbed just so you know, audience. That's what happened. That's crazy. I haven't done that since like 2018. You haven't done that since like last time we recorded an episode and <laughs> I dabbed and you copied me. <laughs> Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited to watch the Jeffs here in yeah. two days? Well, come, I am. come release, it'll be two days. I'm excited to see Jeff on the screen. Are you excited to watch that uh, GTA TQD? I don't have that up anymore, so I can't make the joke again. Trailer. Can I tell you something? Did you watch the leak while we were talking? It's they Rockstar. You told me Rockstar tweeted it. Oh, they were I like, saw "Here's it. the." They were like, "Here's the trailer." Wait, is somebody it, leaked it? It's out now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, freaking, let's watch it. That'll be a fun way to end this. I watched it. I skimmed it. I didn't listen with the volume on. Rockstar we Games, GTA Six. I didn't want to be disrespectful. Well, Kelly, pull it up. Let's watch it. Let's watch ninety seconds and react together. That sounds fun. Oh my god! Wow, that's crazy that they just released it. It. Mm-hmm. I just saw Tom Petty's name. It's uh Tell me when you're ready. Okay, I'm hitting play. I'm at one, two seconds. Okay, there's cars driving on the highway. Oh, I, don't, we're in a prison. I don't know if you have to Whoa. Oh wait, you're muted. Are you intentionally muted? Oh, it's probably because I'm listening to the Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Should I narrate? Okay, now we're on a boat. <laughs> okay. There's okay, we're on the beach. We're on Miami Beach. I mean it's not Miami. it's Miami though, but it's not Miami. It's probably got a different name. Wasn't. Well, there's. Um, this is definitely Florida. If you've ever been to Florida, Florida is a diverse array of <laughs> things happening in one state. <clears throat> because not only do you have beach, but you also have swamp. <laughs> so there's alligator and there's spring break. And. Uh, I mean, this trailer doesn't really give anything away other than the setting, which I think is cool. And the main character, it seems. We've got our first female main character in Grand Theft Auto history. <clears throat> it's a win for the girls. That's her story right there. <laughs> Coming 2025, by the way. <clears throat> See you in two years. Okay, can you hear me? Bozo. Now? 
Can you I can. I actually could hear you the whole time. I was going to say, I didn't think I was muted, but so I could have talked that whole time instead of just letting you carry that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, I think everybody probably really enjoyed my narration. <laughs> yeah. Especially because you just started and you're like, there's a boat, there's people, there's sand. <laughs> I was that graphics. Holy graphics. I mean, that's, uh, wow. yeah, it looks good. I guess it's a Vice City, right? Because that's, that's, where Vice City was, it was in like Miami, quote unquote. Yeah, it looks. I mean, there there were a lot of bits about like, you know, Florida man does X Y Z. Like that looks like that's going to be very much what they're leaning into. It looks. Yeah, I mean, that's Florida though. That's very accurate. It looks stunning. It's crazy. Don't I, I'm gonna watch that again on my TV so I can fully absorb it. That was a lot to take in, but it didn't. It was not a gameplay trailer. No. So I honestly, I mean, cool cool i guess yeah i mean i think it's it's i'm glad that there's gonna be a new grand theft auto i feel like it's come on man grand theft auto 5 is like 10 plus years old i'm a tiny bit disappointed that it's 2025 i know we said it earlier but that's kind of i I feel like it would have been a great holiday 24 release but i agree at least it has graphics (sighs) it's probably gonna be like the best selling game of all time oh yeah i would i mean yeah I think pretty definitively, especially because you know it's going to stick around for freaking 12 years. And they're probably like planning the GTA Online element way more. Whereas GTA 5, it was just like, oh, it happens to be the most popular thing ever. Oops. But like GTA 6, they're going to, it's going to be very much planned. Yeah. So sorry to completely change the structure of the episode to talk about a trailer that released unexpectedly. But hey, that means we have more time to talk about Jeff next week. So true. And we're so excited to talk about Jeff. <laughs> Thank I you wish guys the so much. Could see your face. <laughs> that was scary. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode <laughs> of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I hope you had a really great um, Monday. I hope your Tuesday goes really well, too. I hope the rest of your week is awesome. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye.